0: This defamation case uh, with E. Jean Carroll, the author for Playboy and Elle, uh, who claimed that during her, when she was in her 50s, she cannot name the year. And this is, this is her testimony, uh, so I'm not making any of this up. That during the testimony about this alleged uh, sexual uh, predation by Trump at the Bergdorf Goodman Department Store in New York City, she said, because of this incident where, with Trump, where he attempted to rape her in a dressing room, she says that she lost all interest in sex from that moment on for the rest of her life. And yet, she can't remember even the year it happened. Right. She said, "1993, ish. 1995, 1996 ish." And then there's emails between her and girlfriends. One email says, and I quote directly. Uh, this is from her. As soon as we're well enough to scheme, we must do our patriotic duty. And, 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 and then there's the Law and Order show, which she has watched, where a character talks about raping a woman in a dressing room as a woman tries on lingerie, which is the exact fact pattern that E. Jean Carroll claims. So yeah. long story short, the original trial finds that Trump has to pay her $2 million, He wasn't charged criminally, $2 million though civilly for sex abuse and $3 million for defamation. He continues to deny her claims, calls her a nut. She sues him a second time for defamation once again, and the jury gives her $83 million. Mm -hmm. And what I am saying as Mm. a common man, exercising common
1: sense. This is all in New York too, by the way.
0: So if I'm Brett Kavanaugh or I'm Donald Trump, and I am legitimately, just for sake of argument, not guilty of what these women have claimed. Well, You're denying the you're conduct. Gonna, why can't I talk about? Why can't I say she's a nut? Look, this I don't is going to be a this freeze, woman.
1: Th- look, th- this You've is. You've got to be kidding defamation me. Defamation of character and the slander and this kind of these kind of torts. And by torts, I mean I am suing you yeah. for things you said about me. Yes, those those types of torts, causes of action, always conflict with the First Amendment. It doesn't mean one trumps the other, no pun intended, but that's the analysis. Yes. What I have a right of free speech to say what I want. You have a right not to be defamed. And the law has to sort of sort that out. Yeah. And one of the things that everybody has probably heard is truth is a defense. So if what you say is true, uh, that's a defense. It also matters if you're a public figure or not. Public figures are, giving le- are given less protection by the law because you've put yourself out there as a public figure. Uh, and, then, and, you're,
0: and the damage can be much more because of what you say.
1: Well, uh, you get less protection as a public figure right. because you have intentionally put yourself out there as a right. public figure. Right, right. But what you say could hurt more because you're a public figure, so you have less protection. Correct. Right. I, you, I guess I'm weaving it. Well, I'm, I think just, what they're saying is you, you it, have yeah. sort of given up some of your right of privacy because you've chosen to make yourself Correct. a public figure. Right, that, right. That might be the policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have it, the other side of the coin where in my, say, my private business so if I if norm you slander me at, in my business well that I get more protection there if it's not true so it's like that that becomes I don't even have to prove your intent right uh, it just is right. so I always when this is this is why anybody who has ever um, if you're an employer and you've asked for a reference from another employer and you get an answer like, yes, that person worked here between January and February of whatever dates. Yeah, but can you tell me about this person's performance? All I can tell you is that person worked here between January and February right. of whatever it dates. Because right. they don't want to say anything bad. Yeah, um, and Because they're worried about slander and these other things. So, yeah. uh, I, look, how does this sort out? It looks to me like Trump is targeted in New York, and this is obviously a Homer uh, jurisdiction against Trump. You can do whatever you want in New York and Trump will lose. Uh, and they're trying to bankrupt them. And yeah. I don't know what the Court of Appeals in New York will do. These aren't really—I don't know if this will filter all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court or not on some of these First Amendment issues. I'm not familiar with the litigation. But it will be interesting to watch because if you if this can happen to Trump, it can happen to anybody.
0: It's literally a it he-said-she-said said situation.
1: Now, right. Trump has never done himself any favors with his comments, with his Twitter feed, with his with his— you know he's yeah. never done himself True. any favors right. if you call trump a dummy he comes over the top and right. it it will i've always said he's the guy like right. we all knew the guy
0: but there's nothing if he'll... you get
1: in a, if you get in a fight and you go in your car and you get a a tire iron he's going to go get a big right. chain and if sure. you get your chain he's going to get a gun you right. get a gun he's going to get a bazooka trump can, always comes back to the all over i can top. say
0: steve is i've never raped anybody and if a woman came out of nowhere that i either knew beforehand or had just met or maybe never met and she said, um, she she takes me to court, right? Mm-hmm. Charges me with sex, uh, some kind of sexual uh, predator uh, kind of thing, uh, civilly, okay. And then I get on TV, right? And I deny everything, and I'm outraged by it, and I call her a nut, right? Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't I be allowed to do that?
1: I think you should be allowed to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come I think on. you should be.
1: I think you should be allowed to do that, whether you did it or not. Look and and then you have to look you so then like so take this I, to a I different don't care
0: realm. I don't care that Trump pisses is people off he is allowed to defend himself in the public square
1: well I, what I'm saying is he is permitted to piss people off absolutely but So but that right. invites conflict and like, this is like so and that matters I'm not so we've got two questions what does the law prevent and what does the law permit right and then how should we behave and conduct ourselves to avoid these kind of problems right. so i would never blame a woman for being date raped but you but there is a world where you can right. avoid putting yourself at, at risk posi- uh, situation so i'm not going to walk down the street holding a stack of money in the middle of the night in the middle of the city mm-hmm. and then complain that i'm a victim of crime i'm just not going to do those things right. so look trump is putting himself out there in a way that he is inviting or he's pissing people off on purpose and inviting a counterattack. I'm not saying that he's wrong in the law, but I'm saying he's not doing himself any favors. He's inviting attack.
0: He didn't do anything that she is calling defamation until after she sued
1: him. Well, sure. So, look, if I'm representing (laughs) Donald Trump in that scenario, and he probably wouldn't have listened to me, but I would say keep your damn mouth shut. you got to go win this case. Well, sure you would. Right. Right. Otherwise, you're going to invite more.
0: Right. Yeah, and her and her case was based on she's lost employment because of of the, of the defamation. Is that correct?
1: Well, well, I think she's saying that she's. Yeah, I don't know what. Her yes, case is. I mean, if there's such a, a an
0: award. The short answer to right? Brett's question like, is think, yes. Didn't she say that, that? is that is one of her claims? The defamation.
1: Yeah. It all, it's like, so a lot of these things she also require specific intent. Like so, Trump she published. To do it right.
0: She published a book. It's a man hate book. She published a book in 2019 called, and the title of the book is "What Do We Need Men For." And then she wrote in that book about this alleged encounter with Trump at the mm. department store. The book comes out. Trump says she's a kook. She's a nut. I, I don't know this woman. I may have met her once or twice, you know, with one, of you know, out on the town at a cocktail party. But I don't know. I don't know her. We had no relationship. And this event didn't happen. Then she sued okay. him. Yeah. And And, you know, if somebody did that to me. And I felt like saying she's a nut and I don't know her, I'd say
1: it too. Think how helpless, though, you become when the standards of justice bend against you uh, unfairly.
0: Well, what did the New York legislature do to help her with this case? They passed a law that for one year period would open up to people who were beyond the statute of limitations. To permit it. To permit, just during this window. Think and when, she when filed her case on day one when the window opened.
1: Right, so think, think how this happens. You know, think, think what this does when. And it's sort of like back to my impeachment argument. It's like, you know, be careful because eventually the devil turns back on you. You know, it's like right. if, if one side is going to do it, the other side is going to do it. Right. If there is no standard, this is like, this is like when you ign- when people create their own version of truth. So I have my truth, you have your truth. When there is no baseline, when there is no standard, then there is no fairness. So because Steve, we have to be able to we have to be able to build our justice system on some bedrock.
0: So mm-hmm. let me ask you about a possible when this goes up on appeal. What about double jeopardy? The idea that there's a statute of limitations, it had told, it had run. It, 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 she couldn't sue well, the, ge-
1: the legislature it's opens- not double jeopardy because you know, double, je- you. double okay. jeopardy is criminal in nature.
0: So, right? so you don't think uh, there might any- be a,
1: du- there might be another, there might be other problems there. So I look, I'd have to give this some deeper what thought, about, but
0: what about ex post facto?
1: It might be an ex post facto law, but they changed the law. It, it might be an ex post facto law, but again, I don't
0: just for, him. I'd have to
1: research whether that requires government action uh, in a criminal setting. So this is a private action. So you'd ha- we like if you're going to really dig into this, you're going to have to dig into the general or the uh, legislative notes, the history, everything and uh, and try to and look, Trump's got lawyers, I'm sure who are doing this. So if if they created a law that only permit that permitted her to sue him. Yeah. And that was the sole purpose of it. Now you might arguably have some government action. Okay. Um, I don't know. It, but that
0: would be good grist for an appeal, you think. Maybe. Pretty good, pretty good. I mean, the idea that they carved out. It's
1: one of the issues, right? Is there—is there actually a legal cause of action? Where's or the equal
0: protection? All all other.
1: Per- Might be an equal protection problem. Yeah. Might be a due process problem. Okay. Um, that's one of his issues. The other issues are going to be truth as a defense or this didn't, you know, whatever. Right? You I know, know I'm throwing do- this and then, at then you. You've got, but, then yeah. you've got the amount of damages are, are oh, astronomically come on. disproportionate yeah. to what what's alleged it's just a kind of a big bill isn't it yeah Yeah. and again where does this number come from i don't just it's just like we want to bankrupt the guy i I, guess it's to that extreme isn't it yeah the Uh, jury
0: deliberated for two hours and as a a bigger picture as
1: a bigger picture problem all of this is backfiring because the more of this crap i've always said this you know you take a bully yeah and then you can beat the bully down so far but eventually he becomes the victim
0: Yeah, right. Eventually he
1: becomes the victim. They've done that. And now this is sort of creating a groundswell of support for Trump. Like, hold on a second, guys. This isn't fair. You can't like go after the guy, but do it within the bounds of normal fairness and law.
0: It is election interference. It it starts to
1: feel that way. That's right. It it starts to feel feel
0: that way. Um, True or not,
1: it starts to feel that
0: way. Let me bring this other case. Now, this came out of California. Now, this is criminal, uh, not civil, like the Gene Carroll uh, trial. Um, This young lady, I think she's like, uh, 28, 26, something like that. She she's in her twenties. Her name is Bryn, uh, Speicher, or if I may not be pronouncing it right. Bryn Spicer, Bryn Spicer. And, uh, she got high with her boyfriend and uh, pot today is way more potent than it used to be. So, you know, I, 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 I guess I can understand how you could get blown out of your mind, uh, smoking pot. Um, And she lost her shit and stabbed her boyfriend 108 times. Mm. Killed him, of course. Um, Somebody called the cops. When the cops showed up, they literally had to take the knife out of her hands because she was starting to cut herself. Mm. Uh, Anyway, she was found guilty. Uh, She was convicted of involuntary homicide, Mm -hmm. is the specific California um, case. description she got no jail time a hundred hours of community service and two years on probation and the judge who uh, decided what the um, sentence would be explained that the reason she got no jail time was because she w- had diminished capacity uh, and was not responsible uh, for
1: well look this what is, is as old as the hills temporary insanity and there used to be a there used to be a defense called voluntary intoxication. Generally speaking, that you got so wasted you couldn't form the mental mens rea element. So I guess we'll look at it this way: crime, traditional crime in the Western sort of uh, common law tradition, uh, is you have to have two things: you have to have an act called the actus reus, which means the thing, and then you had to have the mental element, or what's called the mens rea. So you have to have some degree of intent. Now the level of intent changes depending on the crime, so you have to have less intent um, for something like. Um, well, no intent for something like speeding. That requires zero intent. It doesn't matter if you meant to do it or not. And then to commit a purposeful crime like murder, you have to have specific intent. I intend to kill you. Uh, and then in the, going up and down the line, you have things like negligence, you have recklessness, you have knowingly, and then you have purposely. What, what they're looking at is an external factor here. Her mental status at the time of the crime had diminished her ability to establish the mens rea element or the intent element to commit the crime. Now that can manifest itself in a couple of different ways in the criminal justice system. So look at it. It's like a a sliding scale, like on the, on the most extreme side for the defense, you could say that's an absolute defense for the crime. So in our, in our situation, everybody's heard of temporary insanity, taking away the intoxication part for a second. And then you could slide it all the way to the other side where it's no defense to the crime. Um, And that just depends on what the legislative branch says. That's the first, curve. The other one is, how does the system treat it? Because the prosecutors have discretion, judges have discretion, prosecutors have discretion in what they're going to charge. And, you know, you could say, even though we could prove a purposeful murder here, because the law would let us, we're not going to pursue that because there's some mitigating circumstances. While they may not be a a defense, we're going to take that into consideration as we decide what to charge this person with. And then you get it all the way to the judge who takes similar factors into consideration when imposing the sentence, so I don't know the facts here, and I don't know the California law here, um, but you know this is a situation where there was obvious mitigation. She had lost her mind for whatever period of time, committed horrible crimes. It's a hard decision to decide what to do with that person, right? So it's yeah. like everybody knows. Like I, I, here's the example I use when I talk to juries. Everybody knows as a kid. And we all said this when you go tell on your brother or your sister or your best friend. Everybody, everybody's heard a kid. You did that on purpose. You you hit me and you did it on purpose, and that matters, right? If you did it on purpose, that matters. Yeah. If you did it by mistake, it's different. If you didn't, if it's something else, it's different. So I can't say anything good or bad about this. I I, I don't know. And then the other thing you got to consider is what's her history. Has she ever done anything wrong? Has she lived a good life? You know, I. And maybe the other factor, it's very relevant these days, is what does the victim's family say? Because now our constitution here in Ohio, and I'm sure California they have uh, amendments or laws that talk about victim's rights. So then on the one hand, you could have the victim's family coming in and saying, not only do I want this person dead, I want him uh, tortured before he dies. And then you, on the other side, they could say, look, you hear this in like um, vehicular homicide cases where a best friend kills another in a car. Mm-hmm. Like we're praying for him. Um, we don't blame him. We don't want anything to happen to this guy. We know it was a mistake. You know. And, and the swing there would be like 10 years or no years. Wow, wow. Yeah. So and, and so, how much do you, I wonder, I would want to know a few things. What was the evidence that she was completely impaired and uh, out of her mind, and how strong was that? Um, how is it that she consumed the drug? Did she even know that, the, was the drug laced with something that she didn't know? So you can maybe take away some of the initial intent to get high. Um, what did the victim's family want out of this? What was her history, her character, uh, How did how she lived her life? And what is the risk that she's going to do it again? What's the risk of recidivism? What uh, and do and then then of course you've got punishment. How much do we need to punish somebody? So I can't say anything good or bad about it. It just is one of those cases that uh, uh, is interesting.
0: So so Steve, if this happened in Ohio, and let's let's uh, let's substitute alcohol for uh, the marijuana. And now that marijuana is recreational in Ohio, I get that, but and, and and we we probably will see a version of this in Ohio. Maybe, yeah, maybe, but in Ohio, okay. So a husband gets himself all pissed up, uh, you know, drinking whiskey, and he beats up his wife, and she dies. I mean, you can't just get off because you're drunk, right? I mean, you know.
1: Well, you can mitigate it, perhaps. You can mitigate it. it can maybe be mitigated. I mean, I've had a case where somebody was completely blotto. And uh, there's still some semblance of a, a voluntary intoxication defense. and it, my client didn't, didn't walk away, but it helped me re- resolve the case for less okay. of a punishment. But in your scenario, I mean in this scenario, the one you're talking about in California, no jail I am time. presuming. that's what's killing. I'm presuming that there was no passion behind the crime. In other words, there wasn't a fight that made any sense. Okay. So if I flip out and I see you as the Antichrist okay. attacking me I see. and I kill you, All right. And say that's without drugs. I just happen Mm -hmm. to be insane. That would be the -hmm. defense of insanity. I plead insanity Um, or maybe even temporary insanity. Now, if you and I hate each other and I get drunk and pissed off and beat you to death. Well, that's a whole different animus, right? That's a whole different mens rea. Yeah. Okay. You need to know facts.
0: Okay. Yeah. And one little detail uh, in that case that I didn't write down, but I do remember it now that, that you brought that up. Um, the it was the state's own expert witness, uh, a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I don't know which, but uh, their expert witness said that she had no capacity uh, to decide right from wrong. Yeah, so she was.
1: the so, classic insanity mm-hmm. test is: you don't know right from wrong, and you can't understand the nature and consequences of your actions. Because she was so high,
0: she she was in the another old world.
1: Monoton test is right. the, for those lawyers out there. So
0: I guess asking. I guess that testimony coming from the prosecution's own witness.
1: Now of interest, Probably, you know of interest, uh, the old Jimmy Stewart mover, uh, Jimmy Stewart movie uh, with uh, George C. Scott, Anatomy of a Murder.
0: Okay,
1: they talk about these this insanity test. This there's like it's a temporary insanity case. The guy flips out because his wife is talking to some other guy at a bar or something. Jimmy Stewart, you know the old sort of salt of the earth fisherman, comes along and defends it. And he talks about the monoton test. And uh, there's two different. There used to be two different insanity tests. One was called an irresistible impulse. And the other is you don't understand the con- the nature and consequences of your actions, and I think most um, have uh, most most states or most jurisdictions sort of have combined some version of that. Hmm. Uh, so it's like the irresistible impulse is almost gone. So like that that would be like I just couldn't control myself, so I beat mm-hmm. you to death. Mm-hmm. Like that okay. doesn't quite make you insane anymore. Okay. Um, so there, it's all been standardized, and there are experts and psychologists who do these evaluations. They even have standard psychological testing to help. The, like tools they use to to sort of you put in data and you spit out a result, okay. so they can they can talk about yeah. it.